Golden Ring Show podcast. I am Jen, GR Mom, joined as always by GR Dad. Hello. I'm also joined by Schmieg and Jasmine. Oh, now they're, as soon as I give the mic to them, they're leaving. They never have much to say. Uh, cocktail of the week this week is the Donkey Punch, which <laughs> I learned how to make because Facebook was recommending I watch a video about Wheel of Fortune, where Donkey Punch was a clue, and I actually eventually tried to watch the video, and Donkey Punch wasn't in it, so that may be a thing, I don't know. Uh, but anyway, it's also a kind of punch, which you can make for parties. It is one ounce of rum, one ounce of pineapple juice, three ounces of orange juice, and two ounces of ginger ale. But you can make that real big, so you could do like a cup of rum, and a cup of pineapple juice, and three cups of orange juice, and two cups of ginger ale, or a gallon of each, and have a giant punch bowl, and just like put some ice cubes in there and have it for a party. It's pretty good. I just like the name. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, well, we could make this and this, and he's like, the donkey punch is a great name. Uh, <laughs> it tastes fine. Yeah, no, it's good. I mean, it's like slightly tropical. We use the Gosling's ginger beer, which we use for Dark and Stormies, and it's a very powerful ginger beer. Something like Canada Dry or Schweppes might be less overpowering. I like it. That's real good. Uh, we're also eating some Cheez-Its, but I'm going to try not to eat them in front of the microphone because nobody likes to hear somebody else chew. And now Hopper's panting and licking, so that's Hopper. Okay. Uh, so we're going to talk about queso eventually. For those of you, which is most of you, who are following us on the channels, you know that queso uh, is recovering. She ate two different toys. One of them has not been in the household for months. So that piece of blue fur may have been in her stomach for a while. And then at some point, we don't know when, she ate some of another toy, and they both lodged in between her stomach and her intestines, and she didn't eat for a bunch of days. And then she had surgery a week ago. We're recording this on Monday. And uh, she's having a very slow recovery. But we don't want to do an episode about the whole thing until she's kind of out of the woods and better, so we can really tell you about the whole process. So... Uh, you will have more recent updates on Twitter than this, but I didn't want to pretend that it wasn't happening. We're trying desperately to get her to eat. Uh, thank you to all of you who sent us snacks off the wish list. And yeah, if we could borrow some of Schmieg's or Jasmine's love of snacks and put them into queso, that'd be good. Part of the struggle with getting queso to eat is that I open the bag of delicious snacks that people have sent, and especially Jasmine and Queso are like there trying to push everybody out of the way to get to the snacks. Um, so I've literally taken to like locking all four dogs outside and then trying to feed Queso. Uh, but we really appreciate all the snacks you guys sent, and those of you who donated to the Waffle Fund, um, it was super nice. We're not doing a GoFundMe because despite how painful it was to pay my credit card bill today, we have enough money to pay for this surgery and... Uh, we don't want to take money from you guys to cover this when we can afford it. But we appreciate all the offers and the Waffle Fund donations and uh, the Team for an Object t-shirt purchases. Those <laughs> Team for an Object is real popular. Um, it, it definitely has helped, and we are grateful for all of your emotional support as well. And the girls are grateful for you, all your snacks because they get all the ones that Queso won't eat. Yeah, so, you know, it's I try not to give them too many, but... If Queso's had like five snacks, which is a big day for Queso at this point, she's not eating any other food. Um, I feel bad like not letting them have any, so. They're doing fine. They're do yeah, everybody's doing fine. Um, so yeah, probably assuming Queso finally gets better, next week we will probably give the full in-depth 
gory description. Actually, it's not that gory. It was just... <laughs> if you want the gory details, the only gory part is what the porn object was, which I took from the vet and dissected in the backyard. And there's a YouTube video up. Our channel is The Golden Ratio 4, and you can look at it there. And that's not even that gory. I think the whole operation thing is a little bit gory to think about. Yeah, but it's just like in your brain. Like, I don't actually have descriptions. And her stomach. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, you can't see it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, fair enough. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, queso updates probably next week. Um, and, of course, we're posting updates pretty frequently on Twitter and Snapchat. So you will be updated when we're updated. The licking in the background is Hopper licking the lamp. She loves lamp. You'll know the reference if you're a follower. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I thought this week we would talk about anxiety. In dogs. Probably in dogs. I'll talk a little bit about mine, because I got some. And, uh... Makes me a little anxious to think about. About me or the dogs? Or just the topic? Anxiety <laughs> we ever do one about itchiness, I'll probably be itching myself, too. Yeah. yeah. Is, is it like that? You think about anxiety and you become anxious? Uh, maybe a little bit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So, uh, Schmig is our anxious dog, and if you watch the Snapchat videos, or if you follow us on Snap, you know I sometimes do Schmig affirmations on there, where I just let her know that even though things scare her, I'm going to protect her, and she's going to be okay. And uh, I actually do a lot of Schmig affirmations. There are many Schmig affirmations every day, I just don't put them all on the Snaps. Um, and a lot of you are like, oh, I wish like someone would say to me the things that GR Mom says to Schmig, and like, guys... I say this stuff to Schmieg that I want someone to say to me when I'm stressed out. Uh, she doesn't understand. I mean all the things I say to her, but they are designed for human consumption as much as anything else. Because I would like someone to be like, Jen, it's okay. I know things are bad and tough, but it's all right. And I will love you and protect you. She's looking at me while she's saying this. <laughs> wait, wait a minute. I just realized something. Hang on. <laughs> oh. I made you do that to me a few times. Yeah. Everything Not is okay. Not as good okay. if you have to remote control it, I guess. So, <laughs> it still worked. So, uh, if you guys have, some of you may have seen, I posted a video about um, 2012, which was like Jen's year of being sick. And it was a really terrible year for me. That video is on my Jen Goldbeck YouTube channel. And uh, I got, I was sick for a whole year. I had whooping cough and then I had a B12 deficiency. And it really screwed up my brain. I mean, I was really, like, planning my death a few times. I was in really bad shape. And uh, and it kind of flipped my brain into, like, a really anxious mode, especially around health-related stuff. And I think I always have been sort of an anxious person, but it really pushed me into this space where for about 18 months, like, I had this super intense physical anxiety all the time. Like, it was literally 24 hours a day. And I remember one time... I was going to eat a sandwich and I was walking across the street and I was standing at the stoplight and I was like, I don't feel anxious right now. I have not felt this way for a year. This is so strange. And then of course it came right back after that. But I had like 30 seconds of non-anxiety, which was like this weird, like clearing of the storm clouds. Uh, it was real bad. And so eventually I decided I should go see a therapist about this. And I found one eventually that was good. But the first one I saw was not bad. Uh, but just wasn't my style. But she had said, get your husband to give you a hug. Or you were my boyfriend then. Mm -hmm. And just tell you, everything is okay. And I remember coming home and being like, the therapist says you have to tell me everything's okay. And I think you were like, 
kind of jokey about it, like not in a bad way. At first I was like, no, I, I seriously need you to do this. And you're like, okay. And so you're just like, everything's okay. Right. Like just, you know, like you were given a script and you're saying the script and I just like broke down sobbing. No. Yeah. Uh, so clearly it had some impact. I'm magic. <laughs> you're magic to make me cry. Well, <laughs> it's not a great power. Um, yeah. Hmm. We, so we don't do that exercise anymore. And my new therapist got me fixed up pretty well. So I'm no longer physically anxious at all times. And I highly recommend cognitive behavioral therapy for those of you who are having anxious moments about stuff because I was anxious, overwhelmingly physically anxious for a year and a half. And I was better in like four weeks. It was pretty magic. Yeah. Place to your strengths. Yeah. You have to work real hard at it and do all sorts of stuff that make you feel really uncomfortable. And then you get better right away. It's really fast. The idea is to make you more anxious so you're less anxious. Yeah. It, now, with my praises of it, I also have a phobia uh, of bugs. It's cockroaches particularly. Not bees and ants and little stuff, mm. but stuff with lots of centipedes. legs. Centipedes. Yeah. Big things. Stuff that are going to fly into me. Yeah. When I was 18, I went to Singapore with my family uh, which makes me sound like I had an exotic upbringing. This is not true. It was a business trip that my parents brought us along on. And when my ex-boyfriend came also, and he was my ex-boyfriend at the time. So if any of you ever have a drink with me, I will tell you the story of that trip. Terrible story. It, it was not good. Um, and, and amongst being with the words I'm not going to say on the podcast, ex-boyfriend in Singapore, <laughs> somebody decided we should go see this like World War II I don't know, encampment in Singapore where the British had like put a bunch of cannons and stuff, which is also like an insect preserve. And like Singapore is on the friggin' equator. And so they have some big ass bugs there. And <laughs> the bugs are like concentrated in this one place because there's like no green space in Singapore. It's very built up. And there are these like giant ass bugs everywhere. And I was just getting, and they're flying around, they're crawling on everything. And I was getting more and more anxious. And at the end, I had a full on like breakdown panic attack. I was 18 years old. I was curled up in the fetal position, sobbing. My mom had to like escort me. I don't know where. I don't even remember. It was terrible. And I have since gotten better about that phobia, but uh, still can like, yeah. <laughs> when, we, when we were in the Keys in February, this is not at all about dogs yet, but you know, uh, when we were in the Keys, GR dad had come home for Christmas to be with uh, his daughter and I was staying by myself in the Keys and a palmetto bug got into the house, which is a nice way of saying giant ass flying cockroach that lives in the southern United States. These things are freaking terrifying and they're massive and they're evil and <laughs> one got in the house and so it's like one in the morning maybe midnight, I'm going to bed, I walk around to my side of the bed, and literally like in the middle of the floor on my side of the bed is this huge ass cockroach. And uh, I had to squish it. I, it f skeezes me out to squish bugs, especially ones where like, they're big enough that you can like hear the crunch, but like no one was gonna kill it for me. You know who's no help? All the dogs. Yeah, Hops has killed a palmetto bug once when we were in Miami. Oh. She did not kill this one. 
I don't want to ask her because it could have flown around. It could get stuck in my hair. I don't want to think about it. So I had to squish it. I squished it with one of GR Dad's shoes. That's fine. Happy was, to help. Yep. Um, and then <laughs> I had to call GR Dad. And I'm like, can you just stay on the phone with me for like, do you remember this? Yeah. For like an hour until I maybe calm down a little bit. I'm like, I don't even have anything to talk about. I just really like, I need someone to support me through this. And I mean, for the next like three days, I was like constantly like checking every level of sheets under the bed, pulling the furniture out to make sure there weren't any more of them. Yeah, luckily, there was no more. There were no more, but I had a real... Uh, it. It reemphasized that I am not over my phobia, and there is no freaking way you could get me to go to cognitive behavioral therapy to treat my cockroach phobia. I want no additional exposure to cockroaches. No, I'm happy to be afraid of them as long as I don't have to be exposed to more of them. Checks that, out. Yeah, if that's your attitude about things that you are anxious about, cognitive behavioral therapy won't work for you. You have to be willing to go like, yeah, I'll totally go to like the bug lab and have them put some cockroaches on me to crawl around and get over my phobia. No, fuck that. No, I will not do that. Is it a little bit like aversion therapy? Kind of. It's, yes. So, yeah, I'm worried about getting sick. Cool. I'll deal with that. Cockroaches? Hell no. <laughs> um, all right, so there you go. All of GR Mom's anxieties <laughs> and thoughts on therapy. <laughs> anyway. I thought, oh, maybe I'll talk about this a little if we have time at the end. No, that's what it is. Schmeagle, also anxious. <laughs> yeah, that's really what we were going to talk about is anxious Schmeag. Uh, anyway, I feel like because I have these anxieties, I can connect with Schmeeg over her anxieties and she has a lot of them. And, uh, of course we don't really know why we don't know the background of her and Jasmine, um, except that they were kind of neglected and their people were jerks cause they just abandoned them. Yeah. Um, but, and Schmeeg has definitely gotten better, but I think they were, I don't know that they were like beaten. They don't kind of recoil you know when you move your arm up which is a common sign of it but i think they were roughly handled because i remember like right when she came to us i think she was trying to go out the front door or something and i grabbed the scruff of her neck like not hard yeah but just enough to be like because they don't wear collars in the house um to just stop her so it wasn't aggressive. It wasn't if like you're worried about her running out on the intense road. grab. It was just like, oh, no, like, you know, it'd be like me grabbing her arm, whatever the close part was. And she freaked out. She started yelping and crying, not because I physically hurt her, but because like that terrified her. Um, yeah. For a while, she didn't like it when you like stepped over her either. She's better about that, too. Yeah. She wouldn't uh, kind of lay on her side. She still won't lay all the way on her back, but she wouldn't expose her belly at all. Yeah. Um, yeah, when nervous. Step over she her. was nervous. Very. And then obviously she still has her fear of thunder and fireworks, which of course is common, but she will like physically start shaking because of it. But all kinds of things make her nervous. And, th and that makes her do all sorts of weird stuff. Like I've said before in the podcast, she always needs to be facing me. <laughs> and so if I'm trying to like get her out of the way, she just tries to back up really fast. She <laughs> won't turn around. She just backs up really fast, and then her hips are kind of weak, so her legs slide all over the place, and Schmeag. it's very chaotic. Um, so stuff we do to make Shmi less anxious is that, and, and this is kind of for anybody who has an anxious dog, especially if you rescue a dog, you got to figure out what makes them anxious, and then generally not do that thing. Yeah. You know, um, which like sounds simple, but there's a lot of like, normal things that you might do that will freak them out. So it could just be 
standing near them in a certain way, stepping over them. Or when we watch a hockey game. Yeah, if we yell at the screen for the hockey game. Uh, my parents, some of their dogs have freaked out too. My dad's a big yeller during football games and uh, the dogs get freaked out about that. Um, but it can be really simple stuff, the way you hand them their food, any anything. And so it's worth really paying attention to that and not doing it. So like, I did not grab Maggie by the scruff of her neck. I didn't even touch the back of her neck for a very long time. And, you know, eventually I was like, I can pet you there. And now she knows I'm not going to hurt her. But uh, it's worth figuring those things out and then not doing them. And then they're less anxious. And you can't do that with everything. Yeah. I mean, there's still going to be some triggers and stimulants. And I mean, we're really nice to Shmi, but she's just seems anxious about not being loved enough. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's I think that is what it is, though. She feels it seems like she's a dog who, as a puppy, didn't get a lot of reassurance. And a lot of puppies need reassurance to know they're doing OK. And she doesn't have it. And so she's kind of untethered from whatever that security is. Yeah. But like making her sit in the kitchen helps. Yeah. Giving her rules. And she's it's funny, like just this week. She has started learning because whenever I make her sit in the kitchen, it's usually because she's like in my way and I'm falling <laughs> over her. And I'm like, Maggie, sit. And she's like, Whoa, OK. And so I only have been doing that with her when I'm making dinner. But this week, of course, she's always in my way when I'm trying to feed queso or like give queso medicine. And when I'm like getting all frustrated that I'm tripping over her twice, she's just sat which she never did before, so... Because she saw you were getting frustrated. Mm-hmm. Oh. She saw me getting frustrated, and she's like, oh, this is the time that I sit, and then Jen tells me that I'm good. So I'm, like, inadvertently training her oh, that's sit nice. when, she, when uh, she's in my way. Yeah, I was like, whoa, that was so good! <laughs> uh, so, yeah, don't do the things that stress them out, and then find the things that calm them down and do more of that. So Schmieg really likes to snug it up and... So yeah. you see on the snaps, I'm always like, Maggie's got her face right in my face. And that's because, like, she really likes to be physically, like, in contact with you, have her face right by yours. And so if she seems stressed up, stressed out, I'm always like, come up here. And she gets up on the couch. She sits on the couch facing me, kind of, like, facing the back of the couch. So she's looking right at me. And she'll lay down on my lap. The so more physical contact, the better for her. Yeah, she would be a total lap dog if she were chihuahua or something. Yeah. But not all dogs like that. Um, yeah. And they say, what, some dogs don't like to be hugged? She likes to be hugged. She very much likes to be hugged. She leans into the hugs. A uh, human thunder shirt. Yeah. Yeah, and then the thunder shirt is great. I have to say I was a real doubter of the thunder shirt. I am a big believer in kind of Western medicine. Not that the <laughs> thunder shirt is whatever, not Western, whatever. Um, but, you know, I want like... Chem better living through chemistry solutions. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know if I'm going to put this stupid piece of fabric around Where's her. Where's the double blind study that shows dogs feel better with the thunder with this shirt? shirt on. Um, but she's so scared. I was like, all right, I'll try the thunder shirt. And that thing works so good. Yeah. It's so good. It's like swaddling a baby is basically the thing. It's just, it goes, it wraps around them and it's got some Velcro and little panels and it is like giving them a little hug which is very soothing to them. And, uh, you know, it doesn't make them completely fine. But it used to be where, like, if there was thunder, she would be trembling scared the whole time. And with the thunder shirt on, she almost doesn't shake ever. 
And if she does, it'll be kind of if there's like a big giant boom of thunder and she'll shake for a few seconds and then it goes away. Uh, so it works like insanely well. They are sort of expensive. And so I didn't care because I like have a little savings account for dog stuff. We spend a lot of money on the dogs. Um, but if you know how to sew, you could totally make one of these yourself. Like it's just jersey and Velcro. Um, and it wouldn't even be a complicated pattern. I'm sure you can Google Thundershirt patterns and find one. So uh, there are knockoffs that you can get on Amazon that probably work just as well. But if you're crafty, a little bit of sewing, application of Velcro, you could totally make one for your dog. Yeah, maybe it's because she feels like a superhero with it on. She looks really, like, adorable. She looks like, pretty cute. Preppy, yeah, with her Thundershirt on. That's real good. All right, Hops is whining. She wants more dinner. Let's get her some. Okay, uh, so yeah, Thundershirt definitely works. It has a little patch on like the shoulder where you can put calming aromatics. And so I have lavender oil, which is supposed to be calming. I have no idea if that works or not, but it makes her smell really good when she's walking around with it on. Maybe she'd like beef broth. <laughs> Maybe. No. I don't know if I want the house to have like aura of beef floating through it. Sounds pretty good. <laughs> All right, French fry. <laughs> Just to, like smear some grease. No, wait, it should be place. French fry. <laughs> like an actual French fry. Well, <laughs> it's a good smell. Anyway, I use lavender oil. Your mileage may vary. Uh, go ahead and try the French fry thing. What the heck? <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yeah, so, yeah, I don't know if the oil works, but it smells nice. Doesn't hurt. Does not hurt, for sure. Um... Yeah, and then there are a variety of like snacks out there that are supposed to calm them down, which we've tried. I don't know if they do anything. They haven't hurt. I think they made Jasmine kind of sleepy. Sleepy? Relaxed? Yeah, I guess. Uh, she looked kind of zonked out. I think she got some on the 4th of July because she was a little nervous. Um, but that's an option. And then there is always better living through chemistry. Uh, depending on what your dog is anxious about. So we have a Xanax prescription for the dogs for when they get anxious, and uh, that works uh, actually about as well as the Thunder Shirt. So I would say the Thunder Shirt brings the anxiety down like 30%-ish. Yeah, and the Xanax will give to Hopper when, in, on, on a long car ride because she gets all drooly and freaked out on it's long It's so good car rides. for the car rides for her. Yeah, it helps. It's a different kind of anxiety. In Queso 2... She's gotten a lot better, but we we went to the Keys with her shortly after we got her, and she was really scared in the back of the car. God, she was scared everywhere, but she was also scared in the back of the car, yeah. She was kind of shaking. Um, and so I learned, one, she likes to ride in the back seat as opposed to the cargo area, but the Xanax helped both her and Hops. So it's really good, and your vet can prescribe it. I know we've talked about that before. Um, but there's lots of other anti-anxiety drugs. So you can get Prozac for your dog if they have kind of persistent anxiety issues that are kind of there all the time that make their lives really unhappy um and i know a lot of people who've had their dogs on prozac and it works good um my previous dog Kay was not anxious but she was on edge around other dogs like she'd be <laughs> kind of aggressive yeah she wouldn't bite them but you'd think she was gonna bite them yeah, I, I raised her like all my other dogs and she just She'd get all growly and kind of snap at them. And uh, when she was nine, she started having seizures, and they found that she had a brain tumor that they couldn't operate on. And I said, well, 
You know, she's got, what, six months expected. What can we do to make her feel better? And so they put her on prednisone, which is a steroid that helps, like, bring down inflammation, and Valium, which can be used to reduce seizures in dogs. And she lived another four years. And, man, was she a better dog on Valium (laughs) than she was before. Uh, It really mellowed her out, and she was much happier. Uh, You know, it helped with the seizures, too. But just attitude-wise, like, it took a lot of the edge off her that she'd had for her whole life. And so uh, that was really good. Helped her anxiety. Yep. So uh, that's the kind of thing. Your vet will have a ton of options. There's a whole bunch of different programs. Some of them are prescriptions, but not all of them. Stuff that you can do if your dog has anxiety. And uh, if that stuff doesn't work or it doesn't work enough, they can give you a prescription. So the Xanax we use, you know, once every month or two, sometimes not even that often. Uh, we don't give that freely. Um, but there's stuff that you can give your dogs daily if they have problems. No, And don't think that all our dogs are anxious. Venkman is totally untroubled. Zero fucks. Does not care. Nothing. I mean, when she would be a puppy... It, so I, I told this story about the Jimmy Choo's on the podcast, didn't I? Yes, because yes. someone's like, I need a picture, which I'll post. I have the Jimmy Choo's still. Yeah, she ate my Jimmy Choo's. I caught her eating the Jimmy Chews, and I was like, Venkman, no! Those are my Jimmy Chews! Stop it! You're such a bad dog! And she was like, huh, the human's making a lot of noise right now. Like, does not care. Nothing you do can upset Vink. Ever. We've never seen her upset, have we? No, she always seems pretty optimistic and kind of happy whatever she's doing. Yeah. She's super zen. Even, like, stuff she doesn't like, going for walks. You get the harness out. She's like... I'm going to run away now. But it's a, then also a fun game. <laughs> She's not scared of it. But she had like the surgeries and she had the hip implant and I mean everything. She just kind of was oh the God. same throughout it all. Yeah, we go to the vet where she had elbow surgery and two hip surgeries. The place where she should be afraid to go. And she like pulls me in there. She's like, this is the best. I love everyone at this place. They're all so <laughs> nice to me. I don't care what they did to me. I'm impervious to pain. She's, I love everything. Yeah. No, if only we could all be as happy as Vink. As, as just but smarter. In the now. Yep. Nothing upsets that dog. Um, and Hops, she's got some anxieties, but they're more like, I am not loved, which is a bunch of BS because <laughs> she has always been like the most loved dog ever. I do call her emo, and it's kind of oh, like that. Like she'd, she'd have the black eyeshadow and the black you know, nail polish, and she'd be sulking in the corner you know, while everyone is doing great things and being nice to her. Like, this week, when I've been ushering them all outside so I can try to feed queso, Pops will usually bring up the rear, and then she's like, I can't believe you're putting me out there. <laughs> and then she'll, like, walk real slow and kind of slink up next to me, and then just, like, boom, collapse onto the floor, roll over on her back, like, leaning against my legs. Like, there are times where I've had to, like, pick her up. I'm like, no, don't you do that. Pick her up from underneath, and then, like, <laughs> throw her outside, like, push her out the and door. And then she's so, she looks like a turtle out there, like, all flat on the ground. She's <sighs> like... Nobody loves me. Nobody loves me. <laughs> yeah, she's got weird manifestations, and she's treated so well. Oh, she's like, she gets so much love. Oh, it works so well for her. Oh, and she still is like, oh my God, I can't believe you're doing this to me. Why are you me? not petting me right now? Yeah. Jasmine, she's had a few, she had, so some dogs will have these weird kind of breakthrough kind of PTSD moments where it's like, like there's nothing 
really that sets them off. Just they suddenly get super anxious, like a really bad thing happened. And Maggie's had a few of those. And Jasmine had one this summer where it's like something that reminded her of a really traumatic incident happened. I mean, Maggie wasn't anxious, which means it couldn't have been that bad. Um, but something set her off. And I had to put her in the thunder shirt. And That's when she was like looking to hide places, right? Yeah, she was totally freaked out. Yeah. And not, I mean, we'd all had just been like sitting around the house. She kept going into the basement and upstairs. Yeah, yeah. kind of running around. Like, Don't know why. She tried to go in the pantry. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, and like there had been no noises. We, I don't think we were even talking. We were just sitting around. Nothing happened. But she all of a sudden had this, and it lasted a couple hours till she was kind of calm yeah. again. Um, yeah, so you just kind of do what you can for them when they have those moments. Generally, she's not an anxious dog. She Fireworks can freak her out. Like, I think on New Year's, there's the people who lived by us did a really amazing fireworks show on New Year's, and she was kind of scared for that. But nor- thunderstorms don't scare her, but occasionally she has her moments. Okay, so doesn't get anxious about anything. I guess she was when she came to us. She was scared of everything. She had a crappy life. Now? She's very stoic. Stoic is exactly the word. No. But she doesn't get shaky scared. Still doesn't like the cargo area. She's fine with the back seat. But since I can't lift her into the back seat, like, without a lot of manipulation since the surgery, she's had to ride in the cargo space. She's heavy. I tried it today, so I was... I took her to the vet today, and I tried to put her in the back seat because she's lost a lot of weight, so I can lift her a little bit better. And so I picked her up, and I'm trying to get her in the back seat without, like, smooshing her belly, which is all. And she got her front legs up there, but not her back legs, and she wouldn't stand up. Oh, no, it was the other way. I put her in butt first. So her back legs were on the seat, but her front legs Were were hanging down. And she, I was trying to kind of slide her and it didn't work so what I had to do is roll her backwards onto her back (laughs) like a full tip well because her butt was in there so I kind of pushed her over her head over her butt backwards so then she was laying on her back and then I had to go around to the other side to help her kind of position her front legs back up and then I'd come around to the butt side and then like twist the butt so it was on there so she rode home in the cargo area on the oh, way no. home. Uh, it was, that does not sound fun. She was like on her back with all four legs sticking up like what the hell is happening to me? Oh. So that seemed more traumatic than riding in the cargo That space. sounds like that has own yeah. trauma. I mean, there's a bed in the cargo space. Like, it's not like she's sliding around back there. We have a dog bed in the space. Yeah. I think what she doesn't like is the big, loud door slamming yeah, back there. Yeah, I think there. that's right. Um, anyway, this has been a very rambly episode. My apologies. Jared, Dad, you have not rambled. It's been me. It's you. Uh, it me. <laughs> I don't think you're rambling. Thanks. So, yeah, your dog may be anxious about all kinds of things, and that's okay. And you should give them affirmations to make them feel better. And it will also make you feel better. Try it will it. make you feel better. You can play them back for yourself or your friends. And I will keep making Schmeeg affirmations that you can use for yourself and your dogs. Mm. And uh, figure out what makes them anxious and figure out what makes them feel better. And do the better things and don't do the anxious things. And talk to your vet if you have to because they will help you make them better through chemistry if necessary. In some ways it's easier to be good to dogs and good to people yeah that's true so enjoy you have a german word of the week for oh, us 
Anxiety. You stress for just about everything, I think. Stress. Stress. Hast du stress? Ich habe viel stress. Stress. I don't know, maybe it's just a concept in Germany, so I don't... You, know, <laughs> you don't even have a word for it. just call it walking around. <laughs> Leben. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, we have a sponsor. Yeah. Audible is our, still our podcast sponsor. Thanks, everybody, who signed up for the Audible link. Uh, audibletrial.com slash the golden ratio gets you a free audiobook, and it helps support the podcast and the Wava Fund and the Queso Surgery Fund, uh, which hopefully does not need to be spent from anymore. Uh, yeah, I don't have any great book recommendations for this week. I had to return a book that I got from Audible and didn't like. Oh. Uh, which is a good thing. If you get an audiobook and you listen to like an hour of it and you're like, this book sucks, you can return it and get a different <laughs> book. Uh, which I have done a bunch of times, actually, because I'll get stuff that I think is going to be good and it's not. So, uh, yeah, thanks if you want audiobooks to sign up for our link. I guess that's it for our anxiety episode of... The Golden Ratio podcast. Um, and good for us because we've both been super anxious about Queso getting better. So, Oh, you know what doesn't work? What? Yelling at someone to calm down. Calm down! That's a good Stop way. Stop being so stressed! Just a, just a thought. What's don't, wrong with you? Don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> okay, good advice to end on. There you go. Uh, thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next week. Bye. Goodbye. Okay,